I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. Yeah. Hello. And welcome back, ladies and germs, to episode 93 or is it 94? I can't remember, Nick. I, I don't know. I'm second-guessing myself. Regardless, it's Changed My Mind podcast, part of the hashtag Dorkshire Gooniverse, along with Geeks Worldwide Radio and Midnight.fm. We are uh, the Undisputed People's Podcast. We are the podcast formerly known as The Prettiest, and we are the Ben Zoprist of podcasting duos. I am Wesley Sykes, and through the other side of the ether is the agent Sitwell to my Senator Stern, Mr. Nick Fryer. I resent that, first of all. Second, the Ben Zoprist of podcast pairs, or whatever it is. I like that. You're a big Zoprist guy. Your big Zobrist. Hey, hey, you can do a little bit of everything, you know? Brock Holt, if you will. I think Ben Zobrist is just a little bit of a sexier name. Oh, he's uh, a better player, too. But but I'll tell you, uh, who is uh, a little, you know, uh, superior than both of them. I almost said inferior, but I wanted to say superior. Mm. Uh, I say that because this week we welcome on one half of the Mac and Goo podcast of the program. Uh, the original Dago Wap, we all amore and adore, uh, Goo. To dive headfirst into the MCU rewatch vault to discuss 2014's Captain America, The Winter Soldier. I have not been called a Dago Wop in a very long time. <laughs> I say it with love, right? And I'm, I'm would, Italian. Uh, I would say that I'm like the Desi Relaford of the Dork Shared Gooniverse. Uh, now, now, what does Desi, Desi Relaford do? Uh, you can do a little bit of everything. Seattle, okay. Kansas Solid. City, you know, you slap the ball around. I think he was one of those guys that just played for everybody because mm-hmm. no one really wanted him, but they needed him. Yes. He reminds me, I think he was on the Phillies. That's my Desi Relaford, if I remember correctly. Mine is Seattle. Okay. I don't remember him there. I, you know, I do remember is when after the what, last time we all hung out, you, I mentioned how I hated Phil Nevin. <laughs> and then you go on to Dork when we did that whole extravagance. I guess it was the last yeah. two times well, ago we hung out. You call me Phil Nevin. Own, it's your own fault for having a fucking goatee. Oh, that looked amazing. <laughs> I need to bring that back. We should have done that. We should have done the shirt with the goatee, Wes. That was stupid. I think um, December is goatee that. month. So is go nuts. <sighs> okay. There we go. Mean uh, shot. Something to think about. Hey, fellas, I got a question for you. Uh, what are your thoughts on families that partake in Thanksgiving morning 5K runs or other things like that on holidays? Why would you do that to yourself? No, that's just stupid. You're just you're just trying to act like you're really close and really fit when you're probably not either. I mean, do, do you have any I thoughts? Wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't do this on a holiday. I have gone on family runs, but sure, generally not. No, Thanksgiving, you wake up and it's just it's a day of family. It's not a day of running. Although I, you know, see, this is weird for me because this is the first time uh, since I've moved back from from New York City in about five or six years where I'm actually going to have the morning off from Thanksgiving. No, it's it's kind of a humble brag. It's kind of, you know, because I usually work Thanksgiving till like uh, seven to three. And then I get a cold Thanksgiving dinner for the last couple of years. And my morning so early on Thanksgiving because I have to would have to go and shoot 5K races. And I was like very upset about that because you're already I'm already standing outside for you know 90 minutes uh, during a football game, and then I have to shoot some like again family and turkey trot hats and dressed up like you know drumsticks and stuff. Like I don't know, it's not for me. But as I get older, like in the fa- like I would want to create maybe a tradition. Like I'm kind of on the fence about this. 
Yeah, I would recommend not doing it. I don't know why how you're on the fence about it. Eh, it could be like fun. He's, he's in between. That's what it means, Nick. I understand. I'm saying I don't know how you're on the fence about this. <laughs> it's a day that you're supposed to just chill. Wes, you know, you know as much as anybody, it sucks to do active stuff on Thanksgiving Day. I'd rather just hang out. It wasn't that funny, Goo. No, it was funny that you thought that I was serious, that I was explaining it to you. Oh. I knew that you knew what it was. Oh, oh okay. All right. Sometimes I think that people think I'm the dumbest person in the DSC. Maybe I am. I don't know. No, you just coach. overreact to everything. You overreact to everything. Me? Yes. <laughs> yes. I take great offense to that. Well, so uh, you would. So I, I, I would love to break this up for a moment or, or let you guys go on if you will. Uh, I'm done. You know, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, but, but, you know, we have, we have big things to get to here. Of course, uh, we're, we're reopening the MCU rewatch vault. Uh, we bring Goo back on because he was our first uh, real guest from the DSG before we were in the DSG, before that was even conceived, if you will. Uh, and he, he came on and discussed uh, the first Captain America, the first Avenger. So we thought it was only fitting to do that. But before we get all around to that, let's let's go to what's trending now. Okay, I think the number one thing that matters in the DSG right now is not any news regarding Wonder Woman or anything like that. It's that Jeffrey McNamara may actually be certifiably insane. I don't know if you're aware of this, Goo, but when you're paying, if you, do you listen to, to, to Mac when you actually do the show? It's okay. actually funny. Two weeks ago, Mac and I had such a poor connection that neither of us could hear what the other person was saying. We were just kind of waiting for the sound to stop, and then we'd just mm -hmm. say something. So <laughs> it's a little behind the scenes right there. Oh, so there you go. So, so I'm not too far off. But the thing is, too, <laughs> that when I heard Mac talking about the Justice League movie and how, and how he – first of all, he came at me thinking that I'm, I seriously have high expectations for this. Do I want to do well? Well, that's because you tweeted out a video, and you're like, now this is what I call a movie. That's how you hear my voice in your head, which is a little concerning. But that's not, not – no, I think I said that that's what I'm talking about, and it's I don't expect it to do that's well. That's not that far off what if I said. You, if you listen to this show – Wes, back me up on this. Have I given you any impression – that I have high expectations for Justice League. No, no, but I, what I will say in the defense of other people is that maybe don't come with such, uh, as I just rode the fence uh, in our intro question here, don't come with such fence-riding uh, takes on Twitter that could be confused either one way or the other. Like, you're kind of, like, tepid. You know, Fair I think our, our boy Billy D loves to uh, shit on his uh, co-worker Adam Kaufman for having tepid Celtics takes. You know, I think it's kind of in that similar vein. Okay. All right. Well, I was just trying to be funny. Uh, not. I understand. It's nailed it. What's the joke? You nailed What's it. That understanding that it doesn't. That it's not. That, it, that it's not going to matter. That this is more than likely not going to do. Well. I wanted to care well. to explain the joke. I'm looking for a laugh. Okay. <laughs> Either way, if I have to explain it, it's not that funny. I guess it was just too highbrow for you guys. Either That's way, this is more about Mac, okay? He, yeah. is, was, he was enraged on News Dump about everything that's going on with Justice League and, and Zack Snyder and everything. Why do you expect anything different, Jeff? Seriously. Why? They, they've screwed up everything. And honestly, I know we all love Marvel. I love the X-Men. I think you're siding with him. <laughs> I'm saying no. He's angry, and I'm saying you shouldn't be mad. No, he's at people. he's angry it. that it's being made. He's angry that we are actually going through with this. People are giving him more money to make the movie. I personally, I don't care. Let him do it. Who cares? You I'm know, kind of excited. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Like, I'm not excited. To see what comes of it? I'm not excited. I am a bit, um, like, kind of concerned that we're going to start because you know how we have rebooted everything. We are bringing everything back. Mm. Are we now going to go back to directors and say, hey, want to make a new cut of that famous movie that you had? 
here's some more money to like change it up just a little bit. You know, that's from their happen. point of view, that's good money. But I mean, from from the audience point of view, that's pretty shit. You know, it just well, it's pretty shit. No, it absolutely cycle everything. That's actually that is great money. That's a good point by you because they can just say, okay, here's fifty million. We usually spend like three hundred. 400 million yeah. to make a superhero movie. We're making it on the cheap here. Granted, we've already wasted so much money on it in the first place. And it's but one of the biggest bombs of all time. Pour in another 70 million and then get back like another 200, 300 million. Get from, some subscriptions. From it's up. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. It. Yeah. It's on HBO Max. I forget that. Yeah. Well, yeah now everybody's going to subscribe to Wonder Woman because we know that's coming out. What did they announce, Wes? Yeah. So it's coming out uh, HBO Max and I believe in select theaters on Christmas Day, December so 25th. So it'll be on, it'll be in select theaters on the 17th, I believe. Oh, oh, even sooner. That's, Ooh, yeah. okay. Well, they want to give you a little bit of like an incentive to go out and actually see it in the theaters, you know, try not to die. Right. But well, we'll be going. Well, Goons, well, I, I'm kind of eager to hear your opinion because I know you, you shared this a little bit. I believe it was on the news dump, uh, yeah. the, the most recent one. But how will you guys be watching this? Because like my, my kind of take on it is like in the places of where I've been going, yeah. and the movie theater has – it's only been twice uh, for New Mutants and Tenet, or or just Tenet, I should say. I, I streamed illegally New Mutants. Uh, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, so for, for Tenet <laughs> – like, FBI, going, hello. Hello. <laughs> Of, of the uh, two people who are currently watching this stream, uh, you know, I think if it's the FBI, good for them. Uh, but, you know, I think of, of the places I've been going, like the supermarket, uh, the gym, like, like the, I feel like the movie Brag. theater is going to be very safe. Like, it's not going to be overpopulated. It hasn't oh, no, been it's, it's overpopulated. It's probably very, very safe, like, but you're sitting in one area for two and a half hours. Yeah. You're in a room with people for two and a half hours. You on, you know. You're, I know. I'm at the but, gym for an hour, like I an know, hour and a half. If if given the option here of like, hey, you get the, you can either go and see this movie in a theater or it'll be on a home release in a week, I'm going to wait the week. I mean, is is it really worth – I mean, for you guys, obviously it is. But mm -hmm. is it really worth risking your life for – and I mean, Wonder Woman, you know, it's a little more than, say, a New Mutants or mm – -hmm. I mean, Tenet, it was a, just a little too hot of a time, you know, to go to the theaters sure. for me, too. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean... It was in the middle of the summer. It was, yeah, it was super <laughs> spiking. <laughs> the heat. Milk was a bad choice. In a movie theater. Now we know, though, who's going to have the first Wonder Woman review. More than likely, then, it's going to be changed my mind. In, in the DSG, I mean. Because you guys are going to wait till it comes out. And, uh, well, I mean, maybe we'll be sent a screener. Who knows? And then we'll beat True. you guys. Ooh, that's right. That's right. The maybe I've already boys. seen it, Nick. Oh. Oh. I haven't. Oh, I haven't. Okay, I haven't yeah, seen it. would have been cool if I had, though. Okay. I know. So, I want to see that golden chicken suit. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's right. How could you have forgotten? It's in every trailer. Uh, I just blanked on it. I don't know. I haven't thought about Wonder Woman in a while. I just know I'm going to see it soon. She rides uh, the lightning, brah. That's right. Wes, uh, we had our 2,000 Build the Cinema episode, our inaugural Build the Cinema episode last yeah. week. And I've given you a lot of shit for a while about never beating me in the polls. And this week, I think Lucy screwed me. Well, oh, let me just explain how polls work. I think there were some lost ballots. Oh, there it is. <laughs> okay. That's why I'm here, guys. I won, and I won by a landslide. Is that what we're going to say? Yeah, yeah, he definitely won by a landslide. No, congratulations on winning your first poll since now. Uh, yeah, so this was, I, I think this might go back to like D two the Mighty Ducks. You know, like, you it, it goes back in like a like a long losing streak. Uh, I don't really consider myself, although I think we lost it in the Harry Potter debate. 
Uh, although I didn't really partake in that. That was mostly Billy D arguing on that side. But 47% of the vote uh, for, for the thousands bill to cinema, you know, like I, I love that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Lucy definitely uh, surprisingly. Got robbed. Actually, got robbed. <laughs> oh, she got the clumps. <laughs> First overall. First overall. <laughs> Okay, if she was in a draft with Goo and took the clumps first overall, I could understand that because he's taking that first round. There's farts, man. There's old ladies making out with young Eddie Murphy, and that old lady, also Eddie Murphy. Well, see, I think we found the uh, the like our version of the equator. Like anyone who comes on the DSG, whether it's like you guys or Lucy or Dork, you know, no matter what draft you're in, you guys win because you have uh, the the power of the people behind you, right? You have the numbers yeah. to come in. I think this is the line in the sand here, the equator, if you will. You draft the clumps; it doesn't matter how many people you have, you're going to come in last place on a poll. <laughs> well, I mean, if you have me on for like I want to say 2006, I'll take Norbert. I'll see how that goes. Oh, Norbit, okay. sorry. Okay. Norbit. Norbit Taylor. You know, how about that? Hey, uh, man. Hey. <laughs> oh, my God. Those, were, those came out in the same year? Oh, I, I don't know. I, oh, I'm not even sure if Eddie Murphy's in Drillbit Taylor. I think Drillbit Taylor is an Owen Wilson movie. Yeah, I think you're right. That's what I'm thinking And it's of. Yeah. It is, produced yeah. by Jude Apatow. Yeah, I, oh, people don't talk about that enough because it, it sucked. It was yeah, awful. It's not good. No. I hated that. I think I saw that with my, my dad. I was brutal. Anyways, uh, that brings us to the comic book minute. West. And just a quick reminder for everybody, you can go over to T public and find our merch. You can find Mac and goo merch and hashtag dork merch. Still no PCP stuff. I don't know what the hell they're doing with that. But uh, Wes, have you got your door? Uh, was it change my mind debate club merch yet that you asked? I, I believe it's on the way. I be- nice. It should be coming uh, in the near future. Yeah. Very good. exciting. Good. Do you guys have anything new coming for Mac and Goo over there? Merch wise? No, but I did just re-release my Dundee is real shirt. Ooh. So you can buy that. Oh, okay. okay. Nice. When are we going to get the corn, it's corn me, shirt? It's me holding a, a boomerang and there's a koala on my shoulder. <laughs> I, might, I might have to get that. <laughs> Some dingo babies. Right, yeah. There's shrimps on the Barbie and whatnot. <laughs> that is so ridiculous. You know, in four years when Dundee does come out, I'm going to laugh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. At the oh. movie and at all of you. Uh, okay. Well, did, And did you have that in the... Uh... In the auction draft, is that what I did? Yes, yeah, that I was did. You. Okay, all right. And then sure. everyone's like, "Hey, there's rumors that it's a commercial." And then literally three days later, <laughs> it's a commercial. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, it's a good commercial. Margot Robbie's in it. I was Chris Hemsworth. A... All the most attractive people in the world are in this commercial. I was wondering if it was like a dynasty draft because then maybe you could pay off in the long haul. Hey, Nick, short, do you know who wrote? Film. Do you know who wrote Dundee Three? Dundee in Los Angeles, whatever it is. I do not. Should Matthew Berry. No, oh. Matthew Berry did. Oh, that's right. No, I, 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 really? I actually yeah. did know that. One yeah. of the more insane stories ever. And then um, Crocodile Dundee himself, Paul Hogan, refused to pay him. Wow. Yeah. That's because, what he gets for. Well, the, uh, no, so what he did was he, he went through the script and he changed just enough to steal the writing credit from him. Mm, okay. Apparently, that's... Paul Hogan is a real dick. Yeah, didn't know that. When the outlaws from Australia, do you blame them? They're all uh, they're all scofflaws from London. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
And this, I think this is a perfect way to transition into the comic book minute, Na- only natural. Um, this week, we have, uh, from D- DC Comics, we have Red Hood 51, which I'll be reviewing that, Hellblazer, uh, John Constantine Hellblazer, the final issue of that. The first trade is out. If you guys like Constantine, the second trade is going to be coming soon. I highly recommend this run. Cy Spencer has been, uh, Cy Spurrier has been great on it. I get those two mixed up all the time. I know Doc is excited about the next issue with Daredevil from Marvel. Who's Image Doc? Has- <laughs> Dr. Joe. Uh, wow. From from TLDR, which will be on actually early this week during his normal nap time war zone on Wednesday live. I'm assuming the audio will still have that up on Friday for you guys normally. The real thing I want to talk about in this week's comic book minute, though, is Goo spoiling the first issue of The Last Ronin for people the week that it came out on News Dump. Do you remember what you said? I don't want you to repeat it. Do you remember what you said? Yeah, Mac asked who who it was, and I said, yeah, yeah, exactly. And you said, and who I was. said, I'm not going to say. And then he's like, just tell me. I'm like, all right, Michelangelo. You're such a. You're... <laughs> oh, oh, I like that. Okay, it was pretty obvious from the art, dude. Yeah, you can figure it out. From there's a certain thing that gives it away. Yes, yeah. but you don't know for sure. They could have tried and to mislead. Guess you. what? That was a blind guess on my part, and I was right. Oh, okay. I thought you were you read it from like comicbook.com or no. um something like that. Because some, no. some of those places. I looked gave at the away. picture and I said, Oh, that's Michelangelo. Just from looking at the character, not even seeing anything else, like not the lettering or anything. I dream turtles, bro. Okay. All right. Well, fair enough. Then uh I didn't realize that. Well done, Goo. Then I don't I'm not that mad at you for spoiling it. Are you gonna read that? Um, if it's ever sent to me, yes. I'm never gonna go anywhere to get it though. Got it. Okay understood if it if it is ever put into my hands i will read it got it okay so if somebody so somehow you got a copy of it like you did someone walks up to me and places it in my hands Mm -hmm. i will give it a gander gotcha okay but i will also watch the shit out of it when they make it into an animated movie they need to do that i find by the way i finally got to watch the batman tmnt animated movie outstanding loved it yeah one of my top five of last year they did a great they did a great job of that we'll have some more TLDR stuff for you guys a little bit later on. We get into the quarantine corner. Um, but Wes, I think it's time for the main topic. Oh, you're ready. You're ready for it here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, w- I was not I was not ready. This is usually my time where I sit back and relax. I just had you guys on mute for a moment here. But but the main topic, let's get that pulled up, mm-hmm. uh, is the MCU rewatch vault. Captain America 2014 is the Winter Soldier. Uh, you, want, you want to take the synopsis there? Yes, sir. As Steve Rogers struggles to embrace his role in the modern world, he teams up with a fellow Avenger and S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, Black Widow, to battle a new threat from history, an assassin known as the Winter Soldier. Nicely done. And and we got a star-studded, jam-packed cast here, uh, of course, directed by Anthony and Joe Russo. Uh, starring Chris Evans as Steve Rogers slash Captain America, Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes, Anthony Mackie as Sam Wilson slash Falcon, Colby Smulders, Maria Hill, Frank Grillo playing Brock Rumbo, uh, Maximiliano Hernandez playing Jasper Sitwell, uh, Emily Van Camp playing Kate or Agent 13 or Sharon Carter. Uh, and last but not least, we have Robert Redford playing Alexander Pierce. Which is actually his, uh, not pseudonym, but fake name. It's actually Roy uh, Roy Hobbs. We did that We did that in the Multiverse Madness episode. I drew the link to it, so now we all know that Roy Hobbs is actually Alexander Pierce. I don't uh, sign off on I that, but that's okay. he was a ball okay. player in the 1920s. Right, that's but th- trust me, like I, I, ex- I can't get into it all again because we'll get it will totally derail the episode. But I explained it all in the Multiverse Madness episode that we did, which I think if anybody is going to appreciate that episode, Goo, it's you. The way at least I approached it. 
too long didn't read uh pretty much is the same actor that's 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 the only connection that is stop it you I'll, are, I'll, I'll save you i'll save you the list that is that is <laughs> all right the score for any Cap- of you who put this on pause to go and find the other one you've wasted your time Wes yeah. just gave you the answer if you, you don't know, need it I know there's a whole story behind it in everything. I gave it a backstory. Wes went down. A, Wes and I both took different angles at it. That's I gave why it, I said too long didn't read. It's like I, way I more interesting. Up. Got to you, the point to you. You liked. I th- we did five. Who took which angle? What do you mean? Who took which angle? Like who went front? Who went back? Uh, well, I'm always I'm always the back. So, anyways, um, the rating I'm for this on I, I, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going. I don't know where I was going with either. I, I, top bottom, I can figure that out. But back front, anyways, um, the rating it's like for a this Chinese on finger trap, you know, it's that's what I was thinking. Uh, oh, okay. Um, I High five. had this criminally low for a rating, a seven point seven out of ten on IMDb. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes ninety ten split um, with the critics consensus uh, of. Suspenseful and politically astute. Captain America. 90 92 split. 90 yeah. 10 split. Is yeah. <laughs> 90 10 split. Did I say 90 10? Did I say yeah. 90 10? 90 92. My apologize. All of uh, those fucking people went out there like, like we're going to lambaste this movie. <laughs> Stay hot, Nick. All right. Suspenseful and politically astute. Captain America, the Winter Soldier, is a superior entry in the Avengers canon. <laughs> sure to thrill Marvel diehards. It sure did. Uh, it hauled in $259 million domestically, $95 million on the opening weekend, and $714 million overall. Spent four weeks at number one in the box office, seven weeks uh, in the top five, and the $714 million overall ranks 14th in the MCU, behind Guardians of the Galaxy and ahead of Doctor Strange. I'm sorry. Uh, Goo, you are our guest here. How about oh. you uh, lead us off with? Uh, yes, you are. I'd like to inform yeah, you of that. Thank you. Uh, can you give us your tweet length review and overall score, please? The movie took old guy O'Houlihan cap and turned him into Kiki McGee cap and also started the run of subgenres within Marvel movies. Also, this was the Russo brothers' first movie kicking off their run of awesomeness. 93%. 93 and 37 out of 40 dogs. I did not actually yeah. calculate the math. Is that 93 too? Is that 92.5? I rounded up. Okay, sure. I like that. Okay. Yeah. We're actually in agreement here. I did not see your number before. I also gave it a 93 out of 100. This movie uh, was the, the movie that really got me into the MCU. I'd seen mm-hmm. uh, things like Iron Man and some of those other earlier films, the Avengers, of course, but in kind of tersedly kind of seen it when it came out kind of came out on hbo i caught i remember where i was i was living in astoria in my apartment i was dead broke and uh this movie comes on on hbo and i'm like i'm all in you get sucked in and now i'm starting to go back and like everything kind of ties me into it so yeah exciting spy political thriller with a great villain great supporting cast subplots etc just a little long at 135 minutes for me Okay. This is the movie that got you in. I didn't remember. You've told me that really? before. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah, you have told me that. I remember that now. Okay. I had this just a tick higher than you guys at 94 because this is this might be this is close for my favorite MCU movie ever because I love Bucky Barnes. And to me, re-watching this is a reminder of how much of a disappointment the Winter Soldier Bucky Barnes character has become in the MCU. That's the big that's the only thing I care about in the end of all this. Like this is such an awesome character. And what'd you guys do with it in the end? By the like, way, for those of you who are just listening right now, Nick is wearing an Under Armour yeah. Bucky Barnes 
arm shirt. Me? Yeah. Oh, is that, oh, is that what this is? Oh, I didn't even realize Care that. To I describe just... what you're wearing. You know the shirts you see online where it's like Iron Man or Captain America, like on Instagram, and it looks like real, like a really fit guy's wearing it, and it, they look jacked in it, and then you get it, and they're like, oh shit, that's yeah. what I bought. That's what this is. You should have went like three sizes too small. Yeah. I, I yeah, I actually, I, I think this came from China, and I tried to order it as a medium, and they gave it to me as a large, and they said that larges are actually like they, the way their sizing was. It was like. It's different than America. That's all yeah, I know. Yeah, when I used to order stuff from China, I was a Chinese medium. Okay, so then that's what it was. It was a Chi- I don't know. I, I'm not speak to, I could speak to ghosts. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, this is a medium too. Okay, so there you go. Anyways. That's not nice. a Chinese medium. That's huge. This is this is a medium. You're swimming in that, Nick. That's I'm not a Chinese medium. I'm not swimming in this, guys. I promise you I am not swimming in this. For thing. an Under Armour shirt, you are swimming. I promise you. Do you want me to take it off and show the, show it to the camera? No, no, no. One is no. challenging you. <laughs> no. <laughs> sure, no. sounds like it. That's exactly what it sounds like. I'm. All Remember right. what I said earlier that you overreact to everything? I don't recall you making that statement at all. So, <laughs> Wes has a running score. Uh, keep, he's keeping track of all our scores throughout this. Now we've had. I added mine. I was. You I did. was Sure <laughs> that, I wasn't about to say that at all. We've had Goo on for an episode. We had Tim Weisberg back on. We had Shime on for Iron Man 3. We had Rossi on for Thor The Dark World 2. And we listed in our Google Doc, and Goo went through every single one and put his rating for all of them. Yep, Thank I you. did. Luckily, I rate all these on letterboxd.com, and they are right at my fingertip. Oh, okay. Yeah, huh. nice. We could do that sometime. Who knows? Oh, yeah, that, that's it takes a- one second, guys. Your uh, lowest yeah, one is... Well, you know. It's a whole to do. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. When you got kids and stuff, you know, you can't be bothered with doing other stuff. You know, <laughs> it looks point. like Goose' highest rated ones to this point, aside from Captain America: Winter Soldier, are the Avengers and Iron Man, which isn't really much of a surprise. Okay, yes. so let's get into it here with the categories. Uh, let's start off with the uh, very appropriately named, aptly named, if you will, the On Your Left Award for most rewatchable scene. Uh, Goo, you know, you're a guest, right? Okay, so. I love the opening scene of them rescuing on the ship the uh, hostages because that sets a completely different tempo than Avengers Captain America and from Captain America the First Avenger. But that's not it. It's obvious what the most rewatchable scene in this movie is. It's in Endgame as well with a twist, and that is the elevator scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I, I love the idea of the opening scene again. Great, great tone setter there, and uh, it also shows you that, um, which which I think is one of your main topics, kind of going main themes going throughout this, is that you see a, a different, much lighter twentieth century Captain America, who's yeah. more well adjusted. He's yeah. a, you know he's he's kind of jaded. He doesn't mind swearing. You know he's not this, and that's what I hated about Ultron is literally within the opening scene they make him a lame ass again immediately yeah we just had this movie that nixed that whole thing and then we're jumping right back into it that's a good thanks call. joss whedon thanks joss call. i never thought about it like that uh for me uh, west i think well i think goo is absolutely spot on with the elevator scene no questions asked but i do love the captain america uh, winter soldier face off too and of course black widow's involved in all that as well that on the highway I mean, but when they're going in the knife, like, you know, like the metal arm is going freaking crazy. 
That is one of my favorite scenes in all this. This the action in all this, which will come up again um, at least one other time. But I thought the action in all this was outstanding. But my, and you have you have some other nominees that I like too. But I think Goose is the one I'm voting for. Yeah, so I, I think the, the Cat versus Winter Soldier one, I think you and I are kind of in agreement there. And I would go just that whole first introduction, not even just the fight between him and Cat, but just that whole kind of chasing down. You get that kind of like Inception, like, bah, every time he gets introduced. Yes. Natasha is like is legitimately scared. She, you know, everyone kind of shits on uh, Scarlett Johansson for kind of mailing it in in the back half of these uh, Avengers movies and everything, which is probably rightfully so. Uh, but but she's like putting in a good performance here. Like I can see the fear in her face. She she looks generally scared. Uh, the idea of like having that unknown villain who you don't know where they are, what they're capable of yet. Like I I kind of bought into that kind of sense of like losing control where they felt like again they weren't in control in that moment. Mm -hmm. uh, but Another one that is kind of overlooked in this is the Falcon reveal. It's not talked about a lot, but them oh, we going over. Well? Well, yeah, because them them going over like like the exoskeleton wings, and then the next scene of him popping out of nowhere with with everything going on and making it believable that he's a normal guy that just has some really cool training, mm -hmm. and it looks awesome. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, but upon rewatch, it's like we already know it's there. It's cool. Well, <laughs> upon rewatch, Nick, we know everything's there. Well, I mean, but that's the whole thing. It's this is a rewatch. Just looking at it from a different angle, not the first time that we're seeing it. Because the first time I saw it, I was like, Bucky Barnes? What? <sighs> Anyways, Wes, you also had Nick Fury's car chase scene written yeah, down. The, and the, the When he pulls out the gun, like, at the, I, I again, I've seen that this recently. I've rewatched this outside of our rewatch in, within this past year. Um, and I, that moment where, like, he's like, now, was like when there's, like, 1% left on the, the shields, I love that moment. I don't know. Is that possible? Can you can you have a car that's like like that, or like even when they're they're just kind of spraying the whole car with bullets, like mm -hmm. the the tires don't get shot out at all? Like they're, they're bulletproof tires? Is that a real thing? I think or that's the company that created that car wouldn't know how to destroy it immediately. Hmm. Yeah, I think Wes. I mean, yes, that is a that is a shield car, but guess oh. what? That's actually a Hydra car. So. <laughs> oh wow! That's they should have known to you know. Take him out from the inside. Like, say if they have bombs on the inside of the cars. Yes. Right. There are spare keys to try and get in and then get them that way. Sonic. But Joker figured it out in, in The Dark Knight. You know, and you should. I also hated, too. So this is a this is a good Nick Fury movie. But mm. this kicks off the trend of the fake death. I hate fake deaths. Either kill him Fury's or don't. Thing though, isn't it? Isn't he always it's, faking it's, dying in the comic? It's Fury's thing, and then it's also it's just a comic book thing too. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, now you're just complaining about the genre, and that's what the genre is. Like, right, right, leave, let's Nick. pick a damn winner. Let's start these bickering like an old couple. We've here. we've already we already picked the winner, but what I was going to say is, Wes, that you should have thrown the question about the car into the next uh, the next. Uh, well, award about it, but yeah i can't keep track of how often you guys are going to go off go off topic and just start bickering at one another so i figured i'd get it in while the time is hot okay so we'll say uh the elevator scene i think that's a that's a great one although there's many to choose from there but it's uh, unquestionable category the quantum realm award for unanswerable questions uh you know what what do you guys got here show me something okay nope. well at the beginning of the movie when they're going on their rescue mission cap jumps out of a helicopter into the ocean. He then climbs up a chain, and he is bone dry. Wow. Mm -hmm. He is then on the ship, and he is 
very quietly taking out people. Wouldn't they hear the squishes of his pants and his uh, boots? Dry wicking materials probably has come a long way. You know, it's uh, maybe, maybe the military had that long before we had it and, and Target. There'd have to be some kind of a squish going on. That, that's a good point, though, Goo. I never caught that. Even uh, upon rewatch, I didn't see that. Like when you, when you put when I saw it in the notes, I was like, oh, shit, it's a great call. Um, Even if while he was climbing the chains, he looked at the camera and he said, waterproof suit then he winked at us or something i don't know yeah i was like that i think that's the type of community humor this movie was missing <laughs> at breaking of the fourth wall <sighs> yeah uh my my Russo biggest brothers man my, my biggest question in this was how did zolo get into the computer because like we know he turns terminally ill in 1972 I'm sorry, that's that's like fucking zoolander in the computer, in the computer. <laughs> it's true that's what it that's what he said right so how did he get in there in 1972 when were computers not invented uh i don't know i think well, it might have like, been uh... late 60s early 70s so i think he could have been able to do it plus hydra slash i mean hydras are the not the nazis so i believe that they were playing around with this type of stuff in the 40s but we're talking about putting a human being's consciousness into a computer yeah, you ever have a robot? Yeah, the ro- are, all, are all robots just I've seen a little movie called Her, uh, Spike oh, Jones yeah. flick. How about, how about Transcendence, Johnny Depp? I'm seeing yeah. 1938 for the first all, computer. All, all possible there. I think was the first computer in 1938? I mean, it looks like it's Wikipedia says. I don't know yeah. how much I trust Was it a it. Nazi? Was it a Nazi? I don't... <laughs> From what I've seen in the History Channel, uh, Adolf Hitler worked with aliens and they had UFOs. Yeah, but now, now he's back down in Antarctica uh, where there's a hollow earth and he's living within side of the earth there. Are there lizard people there? Uh, there there's a few, yeah. Was he himself a lizard person? <laughs> uh, probably like, like not a direct... Uh, descendant but maybe like once or twice removed you know i think he probably has some lizard blood in him no i definitely know that barack hussein obama is a lizard person uh so that i can't confirm but i can tell you that he is not from the united states <laughs> that i can confirm here. i i've received the documents i have the birth certificates <laughs> um, <laughs> Unanswerable <laughs> questions. Where yes. do we go from here? Oh uh, uh, yeah, you didn't ask any of your questions yet, Wes. No, I did not. I know that was the unanswerable question. Where do we ah. go from here? That was the the joke. Ah. Um, <laughs> who's, who's the bigger villain in this, Winter Soldier or Alexander Pierce? Uh, I think it's Alexander Pierce. Like he, he's a real screw, like real fuckhead. How is well? That is this one of those question? things where the Winter Soldier is the anti-hero because he's brainwashed? Right by Alexander Pierce, but also yeah. like like the also th- of like the all-seeing, uh, Big Brother Orwellian type of government. You don't think that's kind of kind of worse overall than than Winter Soldiers being brainwashed? I mean, I guess, and yeah, it was the whole oh we've we've studied your last twenty years, so we can predict your next twenty years type of stuff, and yeah, you know, it's it's definitely there, but. You know, using the the easy, you know, he's he's got eye makeup on. He's got to be bad, you know. That's true. He is dressed in black. Yeah. I mean, look, Winter Soldier is bad, obviously, but Alexander Pierce is the he's the puppet he's master. The mastermind. All, yeah, and all of it. He's absolutely the the villain in this. I mean, you you OS, you also like you have you're going to go against Winter Soldier too because you're an Iron Man guy, and Iron Man obviously hates Bucky Barnes too. So there's that whole thing. From what no, I've I heard, I like, and I, I can't not. confirm this, Bucky Barnes has killed his parents. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a big spoiler. And the next one. What's going to happen? Is Uh. is there a better guy to have in your corner? uh, If you're going to have like a small covert black ops than, than Frank Rillo. He's badass, man. Like, He's I great. Feel like he has to be a staple in every like bank heist crime job that you're pulling. Like, I feel like he has to be in that group. He's like, in- not, maybe not the leader, but he is like the get shit done guy. He's the ground guy. Is he in both the first and the second Purge movies, and possibly the third? I've never seen any of the Purges. Really? No. Goo, have you seen the Purge movies? Yeah, the first one's pretty good. The rest of them all stink. The first one was good. I enjoyed it. the question. Like, I don't really care about the purge. Just well, like, no, but but he, he I, but is I was just a saying, purge he, podcast. <laughs> he was, this isn't a purge cast. He was good in that, and I feel like we don't see a whole lot of Frank Grillo, and I don't quite understand why. So I'm just backing you up, Wes. Is all cheese. All right, sorry, right, talk. Dude, where 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 are you at? Nick, calm Unbelievable. down. Unbelievable. That's where I am. Uh, okay. Got any other unanswerable questions, Wes, for me? Yeah, yeah. How much time do you think Cap has spent on Pornhub? Because I asked this because he's telling Sam how helpful the internet has been for him when he first oh, yeah. met and when he's jot, jotting down some like things to remember. So like I just had this like really uh you know, maybe a little bit of a stoner moment last night when we were re-watching this movie, and I could just picture like Cap coming out of like a two-week bender of figuring out what Pornhub is. And he just loses all of his super serum and he's back to like five, four, 95 pounds Steve Rogers. It's like <laughs> completely depleted of all his fluids. But my it's only like, question would be what would end of Pornhub? What is he searching that he accidentally stumbles upon it? Because that's not something that he's going to be looking for. So someone tells him, no, so, someone definitely tells him. But eventually it, he's got a Is it like in Borat 2 with the spit rose cream pie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, thought, oh, you should try a Boston cream pie. You you know when you get that like foreign exchange student or like someone doesn't speak English all that well, the first thing you do is like you teach them all the swear words and like you want to like corrupt them. Like you have this like you know very like morally driven like the first thing you do is you mock them for being different. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Jesus. So wait, uh, bro, what? What? This country. I care more about what is he looking up when he gets to Pornhub, not how many hours he spent. I want to know what his. I just told you what it was. Someone said you got to try a Boston cream pie. That's it. That's good. that's what it is. So it's cream pie. Okay. Oh, you know, hey, yeah. To each his own, I guess. Fair enough. Type uh, in figure four leg lock, and he's like, "Whoa, this isn't what I was expecting." This is. Hey, uh... man, what is this Chinese finger trap? <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, my my last question here is uh, is is can Captain America carry a movie on yeah. his own? On his own. Sure. Uh, that's a good question, actually, because the first movie, it was really more his movie than anybody else's. And is that the third worst financially? I think. Yeah. It's it's this it's one in the bottom. Yeah. So this one is close to the bottom too, and it's mostly his movie, but it's also a ton of Black Widow. You get the Falcon introduced. You get Winter Soldier, and then did they look at these two movies and they said for his, for his third movie? We have to have every other Avenger in it. Right. Yeah. That, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking. And like, you know, it, it just seems seems like there was so many other great yeah. subplots in here that helped kind of carry and push this movie along that, you know, like, I feel like you could didn't really need Captain America in this movie. Well, I, that's the whole thing is that I think for a movie, you could take Captain America out and then just make it a fucking born movie and it's still great. Yeah. 
Okay, so Wes, I feel like you're saying this because again, you're an Iron Man versus a Cap guy. Goo is objective in this. Because I love it, this movie. I, I, I know, I, but you're but you're taking shots at Captain America, and, all, and I take great. He's asking questions. Is yeah. that the point of this podcast? Change my mind. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, I'm going to change his mind right now, Wes. How many times after Iron, like all the Iron Man stuff, did you see it just be a single character is solely driving the movie? Seriously, like it's all like <laughs> Thor. Thor, I'm saying. Well, so I so as, you bring up Thor, and I think that after the Dark World, and they saw how fucking bad that thing yeah, was. They teamed him up with. They Hulk. said, "Let's put him with the Hulk." And also, guess what? Genre flop. It's a comedy. And all and but we started seeing all these characters. It was either duos, like with Ant Man. You have Ant Man and the Wasp, and then you have Ant Man where you're dealing with the Wasp a lot of the time. Okay, and I I mean, and with Iron Man two, Iron Man two and three. Goo, did you like Iron Man two? I think your rating for it says you don't. Well, and then same- that's that's your answer. Okay. You're looking at my rating in front of you. It, and I, I, well, I couldn't find it at first. And then Iron Man 3, you have the same rating. Not very good ratings, everybody. No, he I don't like either of them. So I think he learned, I think Marvel learned from what happened there. Their mistake. Well, no, I think, Nick, I Nick think Marvel Bird, said... Stop, 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 stop. Okay, this is me here, Goo. You are on the bottom. Uh, you are the power bottom for a reason, so you are going to fall in line. <laughs> I'm trying to generate he's, the power. He's my, bad. He's bad, Goo. <laughs> my response to that, Nick, is... Marvel does not care about what critics think about about their movies. They don't care about that. They're not out here trying to win wars. They want to win money. And Denali, my baby. Added, Iron Man 2 made more money than both uh, Captain America Winter Soldier uh, and Captain America the First Avenger, as well as uh, Iron Man 3, which made like a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. That's one of the most profitable movies uh, in the MCU franchise. So no, I don't care. I don't think they care what the critics think. I also, think Nick, let me just money. go ahead and let me just go ahead and point this out to you too. When Iron Man two came out, there were no other characters to integrate into the movie. Yet still, Black Widow was in there. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to bring the Hulk in there because they didn't like Ed Norton. They had to find someone else. And, and then the... for Iron Man three, they were coming off of the first Avengers movie. They wouldn't just have all the Avengers be in the next movie after that. Didn't they also bring War Machine in for Iron Man two? But we saw yeah. Rhodey, but he didn't. Yeah, so we had War Machine and we had Black Widow in that one yeah. as well. But uh, but I will say in Iron Man two, it was they were sprinkled in and Tony Stark's driving the bus as opposed but to this. I just don't think there's any question about Iron Man and Robert Downey Jr. like owning the movie. Like you always know, like he's like the star of the movie. I think, and I feel like Captain America, Steve Rogers, like yes to a degree, but I just feel like with these other movies, especially with Civil War. Well, I mean, Civil War, like we're we're not talking about Civil War right now, but yeah. Civil War is Captain America three. Iron Man 3.5, The Avengers 3.5. Two and a half, um, yeah. It yes. is uh, Black Panther 0. 0.5. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's Spider-Man every movie. 0. 0.5. Yeah, it's yeah. so many movies put into one. Yeah, it's it, above all else, I say Avengers 2.5. Absolutely. That's totally different than this one. This one is still, you know it's Cap movie. Especially when you have Bucky and that whole thing gets thrown into it all. So I, I just I look we've we've devoted an episode to it before where we talk about who's the who's the main protagonist in the MCU. I don't want to get bogged down to it too much, Wes. I apologize. I just can't sometimes with you. The answer is Thanos, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What what's our next category, Wes? He has some good uh, ideas. America's Ass Award for uh, what aged the best? Ooh, okay. Goo, what do you got? The transformation of Cap, and. Like I said the last time I was here, I loved the first Avenger. It played to me like a 1990s comic book movie, which is something that I'm into. But, you know, 
I can see how many people might not like it. I mean, people don't think that that movie ages very well. This mm-hmm. one, they transformed him into a jaded asshole that now he is a character that can fit in with the other characters. And the fact that after this movie, you go to Civil War and you're able to have Iron Man and Captain America on the sides that they're on because you would assume that Captain America would be pro-government and Iron Man would be pro um not uh yeah anti-government thank you there we go words pro anti-government pro anti-government but they were able to establish that with this movie yeah i think that they did i think you're right they did a good job with that but i'm not gonna go there necessarily for my vote with this i know we didn't vote in the last category um but we have caps just give it to the elevator scene Cap stealth, <laughs> yeah. Cap stealth suit, I think ages very well. I think this is the best, the best suit that we've oh, yeah, seen yeah. in from him in throughout the entire MCU. Even though he wasn't wearing, was he wearing a mask in it? I can't even remember. It's just the the logo yeah. looked great. Um, the action in this movie in general. Now, this is a 2014 movie. I know it's not exactly old, but still, this holds up against all the movies that we've seen so far. I know we're not dealing with intergalactic stuff, but Bucky in this is outstanding. And again, like you have the the the. the um, the elevator scene, the the I'm look like the highway scene, all of it. Um, and then the other thing, this is tiny, just an honorable mention for me more so. Uh, the music for the Winter Soldier character, you have that like shriek, the sharp uh, rock kind of thing going on, and I love it every time. You know he's on screen, and you know shit's about to get real. Uh, yeah, on, honorable mention for me is the end credit graphics. Uh, I, I've really enjoyed watching those, and it kind of bridged the gap between. Uh, the the mid credit and end credit scene. I thought that that was just really well done. I, I enjoyed watching those. Um, and again, the, the the political conspiracy spy thriller nature of it all. I think that really holds up well. I think that idea of um, having these like niche genre films within uh, these superhero uh, comic book worlds. I think that's a really smart idea. I think Goo touched on that earlier. Um, the the on your left quote in general that comes back obviously to a lot of importance with us. That's but of true. course, uh, ages very well with Avengers Endgame. Uh, but I think my my biggest one, I think this is actually like very fitting. You, this is my conspiratorial mind working here. But the idea of fighting against the security slash information state and the, the government overstepping its boundaries and in control. Um, you know, I think as we're in the middle of a pandemic, you know, regardless of what end of the spectrum you fall on politically, that's that holds up pretty well six years later. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I was thinking about that when when um, Zolo, whatever the hell his name is, was explaining the conspiracy for Hydra. I was like, huh? If you look at the, like how chaotic things have gotten now in the world, it's like it's almost like we do actually have a Hydra. You would think it could be. You know, who who am I to say? You know, a lot of people think uh, you know the the MCU is just uh, American propaganda. Oh, I've never heard that before, and I really it, wish I had. It, it could be. You know, what, do you who not read it? books? <laughs> Oh, you're gonna tell talk to me about not reading. Okay. Yeah, all right. Even uh, I knew that, Nick. Yeah. All right. Uh I my vote goes to the Cap Stealth Suit Award. I mean Cap the Cap Stealth Suit for the America's Ass Award. That's a tough we, one to say though. That's it's tough to get out there. And yeah. also, just speaking about that suit, we're coming off of the worst suit ever oh, in Avengers. Oh god. So lame yeah. for the being such an awesome movie that like this is the first time that a lot of people are seeing these characters. Like people didn't Besides Iron Man, like people didn't go to the other movies in droves, mm-hmm. but when Avengers came out, everyone went and saw this, and that was the first that people saw of Cap for a lot of people. A candy ass costume. 
Yeah. So definition of a candy ass costume. Goo gives that movie a 90. Wes gives that a 91. I give it a 92. I'm curious, guys. How many points did you deduct for Cap's suit in The Avengers? How Not many? What lot. did I give it? What? What did I give it? What did I give you it? give it a 91. Nine points. Oh, no. I mean, my, <laughs> my main gripe with Avengers is the mind control stuff because I fucking hate mind control. Ah, okay. That's yeah. right. I probably say I took two points off for that stupid, stupid uniform. Uh, we go from what age the best to what age the worst, the mirror match villain award. I have a lot for this category, but Goo, why don't you start us off? And it really isn't even this movie per se, but it's the movie that follows it and reverting Cap to being a candy-ass idiot. Yeah. Language. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Language. Language. He, he just changed into this awesome character. Leave him this way. Yeah, and it takes a while for him to get back too, because he goes back to that nomad thing, and then I've, it's almost too little, too late at that point. Yeah, uh, I, I got I got the use of nondescript hat and glasses uh, to hide. <laughs> no, that's the best thing. That, but that that gets like I, I get it. It's funny. It's that should have been so the lame. And then that, then that guy is like, oh, I have the same glasses, times. and she goes, "You look the exact same." <laughs> they should have, we, should have, we should have put that in the also, uh, last category. Danny Pooty's in this movie. What? Oh yes, that's right. Yes, Mr. Community. Uh, Wait, does, that, does he make a reference to the nondescript hat and glasses? Um, I think he does in Community, but he's in this movie though. Right. Oh, okay. But I, I wasn't sure if that had anything to do with anything. I forgot. No, well, no. Uh, Danny Pooty definitely made a reference to that in Community, but and also. It if we're talking Avengers stuff in general in community, because the Russo brothers, you know, they worked on both. Sure, yeah. A lot of season six jokes is them saying, I don't know why anyone likes the Marvel stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> Okay, I like that. Okay, so uh, in, like how Goo has it with Cap and how they reverted him back to his like corniness. From here, we get Bucky Barnes, who is a, a Winter Soldier, who is a total yes, badass, okay? And then after, I mean, after this movie, instantly my favorite character in the MCU, and he remained that way for a while. Is but that when you bought that shirt? Uh, no, this was afterwards. Which, by the way, just just to uh, just to address the chat here, we have friggin' Mac showing up asking. I have a ton of <laughs> stupid shirts like this, Mac. Well, not like this per se, <laughs> but superhero related shirts. Okay, so did you do a podcast in front of your closet one time and just <laughs> have all of your shirts behind you? Yes, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then also Tony <laughs> Romo's signature hat coming at me. All right, well, you're gonna hear from Doc fairly soon because he's not gonna appreciate you talking about his quarterback that way. Anyways, uh, Bucky Barnes became the worst after this. I love. I, he's still probably my second favorite character for this movie in the MCU, but he just got so like. Weird. I don't know if I would say the worst because. In Infinity War, he's holding a raccoon and he's shooting a gun. That's yes. Cool. That's great. Yes, but outside of that, he, he's always just... Ugh, yeah, ugh. But like not only that, like he has that sweet arm. Like He doesn't do a lot with that sweet arm. Do more with that sweet arm. Yes. Well, go, he see it in, in The Winter Soldier, we see it. He rips off the steering wheel while yeah. Natasha is still driving like through the hood. Like that, That's yeah. cool stuff. But like you don't see it further on. Like Once he gets the Wakandan arm... Yeah, you know, like mm -hmm. the white wolf must fight again. He's like, wretched longer now. Maybe do something cool where he punches out the Hulk or something like that. You know, I would love that. Yeah, or Nick, like, you read books. Could he punch out the Hulk with that arm? I don't think he could punch out the Hulk with that arm, but I think he could do a lot more than we've seen him do post. What Winter could Soldier. he do? What is his maximum damage? He has the strength of Cap with the uh, with the advanced arm. 
And he's in a, he's well. I mean, Cap's also advanced with guns and stuff too. He just doesn't use it much. Okay, so not that much then. I'm, I'm not Cap. that impressed then. Well, he's like, but do you think Cap can do a lot or no? Yeah, Cap so can he, fucking. You saw he him curl is, a helicopter. I, well, I he is Cap. He has the same stuff. He has the same abilities. His problem is his head. It's all it's all in his head, goo. He's mentally you know what, weak. You know where it is? Cap has this. Oh yes, hard. Oh, that, I like that. But I yeah, think yeah. after after this movie, if you look at it from that angle, which age the worst after this movie? It's Bucky Barnes because he I, he's still my second favorite character in the MCU. But it's just he went so far down. Uh, also, Black Widow in her explanation for who the Winter Soldier is, because she talks about that whole experience right where she's like, you know, no more bikinis for me. She got shot through protecting somebody. She knew him from like the Red Room and stuff. They were trained in the same area. And you bring up the comics, Goo. They dated in the comics. Like the winner, Ooh. one of the Winter Soldier series that's out there. I, I own it. They were like a thing. So, and then we see it in Civil War, more importantly, where she's like, You don't even recognize me? Do you, remember, you guys remember that moment? And now Nick is holding up his books right now for those yeah, of you who are not watching. But when, when she says, You don't even recognize me, that's not a reference to this movie. Uh, is it to this movie or is it to the fact that they were trained? They were both trained in the same area, same place. I'm just saying it was. It, it felt weird. On top of that, I'm I'm surprised you jumped the gun on the 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 Bucky Barnes run west because I do agree with you that that is the one that's aged the worst. But I thought you'd like this one more. I Fury do not understand your. I, I still don't understand what you're saying here. Okay, so Nick Fury saying the last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. West, we now know how Nick Fury lost his eye. Yeah, the floor gone. But did he trust the cat? Is that what the problem he, was? He loved the cat. Okay, fine. All right. A bit I, too much if you ask me. Okay. And then the last thing was that the theory that mutants, the term mutants, would replace, be replaced by miracles in the MCU. I remember that was talked about after this movie, too. And it's like, no. It's well, to clearly. be fair, everything up until Doctor Strange in this universe, science. Uh, What? Everything up until Doctor Strange, everything that everyone does in this entire oh, yeah. universe, no one really has superpowers. It's mm. science. Yeah, that's true. That's a fair point. Besides God. Uh, Thor, Thor, I mean, of course. Yeah, yeah. Thor, yes. yeah. Besides Thor. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. But, or is Thor in all of our imagination? This is also a possibility as well. Is all right. Like a theory? Do people say that? <laughs> No, I don't think I've never yes. heard that before. Uh, but I'm I'm voting on Bucky Barnes with you, Wes, for the Mirror Match Villain Award and how he ages after this movie. Brutal. Okay, so the what does it all mean award? Uh, what what everyone's here for? Uh, the top Easter egg. So the mid credit scene. Natasha gives Steve uh, classified documents on Bucky's history and where to find him, setting up civil war. Uh, then the end credit scene is Hydra uh, is now underground and has Loki's scepter, uh, and then introduces uh, Wander and Pietro Maximoff. Uh, setting up uh, Avengers Age of Ultron and the Stan Lee cameo uh, where he plays a security guard at the Smithsonian where Cap steals his old costume and he says, I'm so getting fired for this. Nice. It's a pretty good Stan Lee cameo. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, a pretty good one. Middle Probably. of the pack, I would say, but yeah, it's good. Oh, you know what, Goo? I don't, I don't, you guys haven't done an episode on this. Maybe it's, I don't know how well it would do, but an episode on Stan, ranking the Stan Lee cameos in the MCU. I did a six pack, man. Come on. Yeah, that's six pack written all over it. That's a okay. six pack. There's no way you do a full episode on that. That's a six pack right there. Uh, that's why I threw it to you. You guys are the six ones pack, that rank stuff. Six me. pack is all about you know clickbait material. That's a that's a clickbait one right there. A little yellow journalism, if you ask me. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. I like. <laughs> 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 okay. 
<laughs> I, had a, I had a joke in there. I'm not sure if it would have went over very well. We're just not over that. Uh, Bat, Rock, Bat Rock the Leaper, uh, who is, of course, famously played by George St. Pierre, makes his first appearance. But it is worth noting that he's rumored to be returning to the MCU for the Shang-Chi movie uh, yeah. a year from now. I feel like they're going to start reusing a lot of actors because – Maybe they used some guys that weren't as well known at the time and they had them in minor roles. And now they're like, wait, I want them to star. I want them to actually do something like I'm I know that Donald Glover is supposed to be in Black Panther, too, but he's already been in this universe as Uncle Aaron. Yeah, so, mm, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. By the way, your co-host has, has a message for you. <laughs> uh, anyways, what else you got for me? Uh, we, we have Zola appearing in his holographic-like form from the computers, uh, an homage to his uh, form and appearance in the comics. Um, when, when Fury shows Cap the three new helicarriers, excuse me, references the propulsion engines courtesy of Stark Industries. It's because Stark got an up-close view of those shields, uh, shield engines in Avengers when he was, you know, getting twirled around in them. And it just shows a show that Tony Stark is creating all the messes in the MCU. He's actually the greatest villain in the MCU. Yeah, well, he's, he's the greatest hero, too. You know, he, he paid uh, the ultimate sacrifice much more than Captain America ever did. Um, he also wrote the, the uh, Accords there. I'm he pretty sure. Accords. Okay. Accords. How'd you forget that, Goo? That's, <laughs> that's your claim to fame. Oh, that's my thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Goo. Wrong movie. Sorry. Who, who died or thought they were going to die at the end of Captain America First Avenger? Sorry, what? Who tried? Who thought they were going to die as they tried to save the world at the end of Captain America: The First Avenger? Captain America. So Wes, who, so paid the ultimate price. I'm pretty sure Cap tried to pay the ultimate price, similar to what Iron Man. Oh, hold up, hold up. First off, Nick, all of these heroes are super into suicide. So don't <laughs> don't give me just one guy. Like, let's look at Age of Ultron, where Natasha's like, "Well, if we gotta die, we gotta die." And then, like four movies later, she's she's like, "Yes, I get to die now." I'm still, but Wes is saying that Iron Man paid the ultimate price in uh, Endgame, and he likes to give he likes to give Cap shit for not doing that. That's all. Saying Cap's done it before, been there, done that. Thought he died, and he didn't. So he, he still lived. I don't know. He did, he did a pretty crappy job of it. That's all <sighs> I'm saying. Uh-huh. The only one who seems to love life is Thor. The other ones all want to die. Bruce Banner shot himself in the mouth. And then spit out the bullet as the Hulk. Well, actually, yeah. Thor's d- uh, clinically depressed now, too. So well, now he is. Yeah, now he is. Rocket's the only one who loves life in reality. But, Wes, I think you got one more, which is going to be up there for... Uh... Yeah, so this was a little bit of research. When Sitwell is on the rooftop telling uh, some S.H.I.E.L.D. secrets, he makes some some uh, references, which I'll let uh, Goo touch on a little bit. But uh, he references a man from Cairo, Egypt. And many have pointed to uh, that being a reference to Moon Knight or Mark Spector. Yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe Apocalypse? No, it's Oh, not. the original mutant. Okay. Apocalypse is from Terrible. Egypt. Yes. Nick? Yes. If it was Apocalypse, okay, fine. I don't know how you're going to do that whole, uh, what is it, Anchor or whatever the heck it was. Um, I, but I thought you had the one that Goo listed off, Wes. There's no way that's Mark Spector, okay? He's not from I didn't Cairo. say Mark Spector. No, I know which one you have listed off. I thought Wes had it listed off. Goo, I'm sorry. I don't know, what are you talking about right now? I'm beating around the bush. Do you think There's he no way Storm? this is Moon Knight. There's no way this is Moon Knight is what Did I'm trying to say. Storm. Storm There's can control no the weather. no way this is Moon Knight. Okay? Is He's Storm? not from Egypt. He's Storm's an American. From Egypt. He's a mercenary. <laughs> God 
Go, what do you have for this category? What's just that's not what it is, Wes. Storm no, I'm just saying, this is what many people are saying. I'm not there. Sure. I I'm saw, sure. I looked it up after you wrote, I saw you wrote that down, and I, I looked it up and I was like, it's there's no, I, there's no, Nick, no. Storm is from Egypt. What was that? Go, I didn't catch that. Storm is from Egypt. Who's Storm? The mutant. Oh, I don't control know. the weather. Ramsey's the second. Huh. Okay. Storm. King Tut also huh? from Egypt. Goo, yeah. who do you have for this category? Um, let's see here. Well, he mentioned Stephen Strange, which if you look at the timeline, doesn't exactly make sense. I believe at the time it would be the ancient one that would be the uh sorcerer supreme. So doesn't exactly line up, but either way, cool Easter egg. And then uh, let's see here. Cap's pop uh, pop culture list was pretty cool. Nirvana, it's a band. If you didn't know that, Nick. Oh, you know, Bucky. Uh, fun, fun fact about the pop culture list uh, yeah. in Australia and China and like a couple other places. Oh, they actually changed they it around to make it yeah. more culturally uh, specific. Oh, in nice. Australia, it just said shrimp on Barbie. <laughs> yeah, right. Pedro <laughs> babies. <laughs> uh, Bucky holds the shield in this mm -hmm. future foreshadowing, if you will. Danny mm. Pooty's in this movie. I already said that. And then uh, the best one is Nick Fury playing It's Been a Long Time, which then plays at the end of Avengers Endgame. Okay. I was wondering what the reference was to that. I, I, was, I was like, why is that the best one? I didn't pick up on that. So, so he either. plays it while he's dying in Cap's apartment, and then that is the song that plays when he is uh, dancing with Carter. In the past. Oh, oh, that's kind of cool. That's kiss me okay. once, you wow. Kiss I wouldn't have voted you once again. I would not have voted for that. Great. That's a great fine goo. Um, I that's that gets my vote for sure. Yeah, I I'll, let's take it. Clean um, real quick, Doctor Strange. Um, they they call him Stephen Strange. He's he's a brilliant like hand surgeon or, or surgeon in general. Whatever. Oh, keep, keep an eye on this surgeon. I'm just, they said, it could be anybody. They said, goo, they said a valedictorian in Iowa City or whatever. Why couldn't they pick it? Like, talk about a surgeon who's in the New York. The surgeon's got 42 straight complete surgeons, guys. Keep an eye on him. He's got he, great hands. He could turn into Edward Scissorhands and then run into a whole nother issue. Um, the other or one become was, a wizard. This that's is, what he actually did. That's true, too. The other one that I thought was um, a little, I, maybe a deeper pull, I don't know. But so Maria Hill interviewing for stark industries at the end of the movie right they have that whole montage when uh agent 13 is now part of the cia she's interviewing for stark industries she became at one point in the comics the deputy director of shield and then and at that time uh, tony stark was the director of shield so and she hated that so now she's working under stark again and she's choosing to do so so i like that one but i'm still voting for Goose. okay yes. i like that is a deep pull there okay all right, let's uh, put on our Scoop Beat. It's that time of the year. Uh, yeah. Free Agency Frenzy. Let's put on our Scoop Beat Internet Sleuth hats for the Shield Internet Sleuth Award for, uh, as you might have guessed, internet research. All right, Wes, uh, this is all you. Okay, let me crack the knuckles here. Mackie spent, uh, Anthony Mackie, uh, spent five months doing two-a-days and consuming 11,000 calories a day to prepare for the role. He looks pretty beefy. Yeah, it looks nice. 11,000 calories? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. They also didn't even make him read for the role. He was hired like purely off of his enthusiasm for the role or enthusiasm like in acting and just the way he approaches himself. Oh. Interesting. Oh. Uh, F. Gary Gray uh, was in consideration for the director role, but withdrew his name to take the NWA biopic straight out of Compton. Both good. I think that worked out for everybody because yeah. I enjoyed that movie and I'm happy that the Russo brothers were able to get in over here. 
Yeah, and it obviously worked out. Right, this was their first. Uh, yeah, interview, uh, interview, yeah. So obviously played out well. Yeah, um, this is this is actually might be my favorite one here. Kevin Feige said they were considering including Hawkeye, but said, "quote We didn't think he would have enough to do," which might be on Hawkeye's epitaph in the MCU uh, <laughs> overall. Just like. He never had enough to do. <laughs> like uh, you can say that about him at any point in time, and that's applicable. Um, oh, that's freaking brutal. Goo, you have the Avengers uh, video game, right? I know you don't, you don't play it much, though, right? I haven't played it. I paid $70 for oh, it because I wanted the beta. God. I played the first level. So I guess I technically have played it. I played the first level, and then it kept glitching heading into the second level and i'm like i'm not gonna play this okay I and thought... then when it finally came out it auto downloaded to my ps4 and i never played it okay because i thought you for some reason i thought that you were excited to play as hawkeye i don't know why well no the so the trailer came out for kate bishop and mm. it looked pretty cool and i'm like wait is this a part of the game i already own and does it come with it or i wouldn't know nick okay uh, real quick in the comments, Mac brought this up because I was trying to make a. I was trying to think of um, what Anthony Mackie's name was in Eight Mile. It's Clarence, right? Yeah, his little name's Clarence. Papa, does Clarence's even, parents have a real good marriage. Real, yeah. Well, he is a cod, so I can appreciate that. But it's yeah. Falcon, no, no question. Okay, all right. Anyways, uh, I think West that I, mm, I One still pock, two pock, three pock, four. Well, you got You got three pock, two pock, none. <laughs> a few He's others for this category yeah yeah if you don't mind you know i don't know if you guys are talking about papa doc and like the avengers video <laughs> oh character. you're complaining about us talking about rap really okay that's not rap that's a movie it's it's all around it's a rap. movie with it's, raps though all yeah rapping. that's not like real rap it's not like i'm gonna go out look and at his boots papa doc. they about to grow roots <laughs> okay. okay chris mckenna a writer for the russos on community was hired specifically to write jokes for the movie i thought Google would appreciate that i did um, Amelia Jim Rash Clark. is in Civil War. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Amelia Clark, Allison Brie, Anna Kendrick, and Felicity Jones were all considered for Cap's love interest uh, before Emily Van Camp was chosen. I prefer all of them besides yes. Felicity Jones over the one that they have chosen. Yeah. Anna Kendrick might have been too. Um, Anna Kendrick wouldn't work. Allison Brie? Yeah. Come on. I, I like Allison Brie and Anna Kendrick. Oh, but don't you dare. Don't oh, you there, Nick? Oh, Allison Brie as a as a secret agent. You could buy that. Yes. Maybe if she's playing opposite Steve if Carell, I could buy her as a wrestler. You know, after watching Community, I think I could buy her doing uh being a. Watch secret the first agent. episode of Glow. What? Watch the first episode of Glow. No, wait. To wet. Uh, thank you, thank you, West. She was a wrestler in Community. I don't. I've seen a few. No, a wrestler in Glow. You oh, in idiot, Nick. Oh, okay. All right. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> When Steve visits Fury's grave, the gravestone reads Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. This was actually a joke written by Chris McKenna. Uh, the path of the righteous man. That's the quote on there. That was a phrase that Jules said, of course, uh, Jules from Pulp Fiction fame, uh, would say all the time. So it's a nice little homage to Samuel Jackson's one of his be better roles of his acting career. Also says here that uh, Barnaby Rogers is also from Egypt, Nick. Barnaby Rogers. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't realize that. Wes, I'm actually going to give that last one my vote. I like the Pulp Fiction homage. That was a nice touch. Yeah, it is. I like the uh, the 11,000 calories a day, Anthony Mackie. Yeah, it must I mean, be. I, li I too like to hear about beefcake stuff. So, yeah, I'm with I'm with Wes. Okay, I think it's, I think it's a pretty fair one. I, and... What's the chin tiki? 
I don't know. I just Max trying to uh, jump in on uh, Goose. Just send, him a, here. just send him a link. <laughs> yeah, I should just send him a link. It turns into an absolute shit show. Uh, uh, okay, so the Edith Even Dead. I'm the Hero Award for who won the movie. Uh, Nick, who do you got? All right, I have. Um, Okay, you guys actually wrote down the the better ones. So I have as an honorable mention Black Widow. Um, I thought this was a really good movie for her. And after watching this again, it's like you know, if they start to finish, you know what? I feel pretty good about her having her own movie. I know she's going to have other characters with her, but I think if she's really into it like she was in this, then it's going to be an enjoyable film. Not all at once. Okay, go, go ahead. The answer is Cap. Yes. They updated him. They yeah. fixed him. And now he fits perfectly into this world. Okay, it's a good one, though. But I think Wes has the winner. Uh, yes, for, for this movie and, the, and not, not the overall MCU, it's, it's Bucky Barnes, I think. It's the MCU. He's in three scenes. Producing a real villain. Um, and, and honorable mention goes up to Nick Fury because I think this is uh, one of his better performances. And definitely the uh, longest introduction, I think, or longest role that he plays uh, to date in this in this series. Right? Maybe Avengers. It's Maybe. This, I'm trying yeah. to think. But like, yeah. you know, he definitely plays a huge role in this. Uh, so I'm, I'm a, you know, I would go with Bucky Barnes. I'm going yeah. with Bucky Barnes too. Winter Soldier was. So, I love Cap in this too. Don't get me wrong. But anyway, speaking of Bucky Barnes, we and have once the- again, for those of you who are just tuning into the program, Nick is wearing a Bucky Barnes shirt, <laughs> which brings us to the sad Bucky Barnes award for who lost the movie. Uh, Wes, who do you have for a nominee? This is this is easy in my eyes. Uh, let me just switch this up real quick here on the on the old show. Uh, this this is easy for me here. It's Peggy Carter. Uh, she's she's on her deathbed, uh, and she has to see the love of her life still in like chiseled, perfect shape, and she's got like wrinkles in every little part of her face. It, it looks very off. Like it, it it threw me off seeing how many wrinkles on there. It didn't look natural. Uh, but she's also getting cucked by her niece. Like. That's kind of that's you're taking a pretty big L there, I think. Can ladies get cucked? <laughs> yes, know. yes. There, no, there, there there's a term for. I think it's like cuck queen. I'm not even kidding. I remember looking it up. Give it time. a goose. Yeah. Well, be careful up. about that one. <laughs> uh, Do you I think that's how Cap got to at the porn? Yes. I his little thing. Look up cuck. Let's see. So I have yeah, cuck queen. A uh, cucked female. It's a cuck queen. Q U E A N. It's Sounds all one like a Pokemon word. to me. <laughs> we should, we'll, have to have, we'll have to send Shyam a link so you can clarify. Uh, Goo, you, you don't have any nominees for this one, right? No. Okay. Every character's solid. Uh, well, I think Agent Sitwell. He has. He goes and gets thrown out of the car like after you know five minutes of prominence. And then I think Shield is actually the real loser in all of this, West, because we found out at the end of the day that it's all Can't hope. Trust him. Yes. Yeah, can't trust him. Bunch of bullshit. And that That's logo, we should have seen it. It was just it was an octopus behind it. That's all. Um, it. Um, yeah, I, I like Shield. We can go with that one. That one works for me. Okay. And then uh, we have the J. Yes. Jonah Jameson Award for Best Performance by a Side Character Goo Lead Us Off. Well, I really like the Falcon in this. We get mm-hmm. him in the opening scene with the on your left stuff, and then he you know he talks to Cap for a while. He does like the um like the PTSD stuff with them, like, hey, you know, is your bed like a marshmallow? It's too mm-hmm. soft. So all of that stuff with him talking to Cap is really – I felt like they did a really good job with that, of making him super relatable. And then also, like, you believe that they're friends and that they would adapt into becoming friends. And then also, really cool suit. He can fly. It's pretty cool. 
And then also Gary Shandling. Hail Hydra. Okay. I I would co-sign the Gary Shandling. Uh, you know, Falcon, Sam Wilson, we get it. You know, he's the new superhero that's getting introduced. Everyone knows that, right? But Gary Shandling comes in a little bit unexpected. You know, I haven't really seen him too much uh, from those Iron Man days. He comes in for what? A minute? 30 seconds? 45 seconds? I don't know what it is. He comes in throwing gas. Just yeah. Talking about meeting with constituents and how he has a bad back and he's like joking with Sitwell and he's like, yeah. Oh, you see that? You see that? I gotta get that check. She says that she's a reporter. The hell if I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah some 23, hot, really hot. I don't know. <laughs> like just a, a classic sleazeball senator. Uh fantastic job. I and, also and- like the hey, I like your pen. Uh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, that's it too. And I forget, I I forget what movie this is but when he's uh talking about iron man and talking to tony stark and he goes to pin him and he's like oh you got sometimes you got to deal with like a little prick or something like that and he's like pinning him on do you guys remember that at all yeah that's iron right. man 2 yes is it iron man 2 I, yeah okay that makes sense yeah i think it was iron man 2 yes i, for, I forgot about that that was a good pull wes yeah i don't uh, have any nominees for this one um i would probably did you actually did you mention um well brock rumlow could be one uh, but, but again, that's an honorable mention, I think to Gary Shandling and Falcon. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think, you know, it's probably pretty obvious it's Falcon, but Gary Shandling's great in this. I go with Falcon. I think, I think Crossbones was an awesome character and all the was a good, like mini boss, mini villain, whatever. I, I enjoyed him, but yeah, I'm going with Falcon. Gary Shandling. Okay. All right. Well, you lose Goob. And that brings us to the, I am inevitable award for the best Quote, and I think this one's a no-brainer. We'll save yours for the end, Goo. Wes, I know you have a couple nominees. Yeah, just one here. Uh, one, one I think is uh, you know, true at any time of the day here. Uh, the price of freedom is high, and it's a price I'm willing to pay. Captain America, you know, who can't get behind that? I thought that was a good one. I thought that whole uh, speech was good, but I'm not voting for that one. Of course, this is, this is uh, goes back to the elevator scene that's been uh, mentioned plenty of times. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Yeah. Uh, that's That's a pretty good one. Yeah. One that I've definitely used before, but sarcastically, I know this might be hard for your co-host to believe, Goo, but the uh, I'm with you till the end of the line. I've used that one before, but um, the there's only one. That. Why have you used that sarcastically? Um, because I was talking to like, – I'm not going to explain the story. It's boring, but I've used it sarcastically. I'm looking to laugh. Can you explain the joke? <laughs> See, no. bet it's like him and his buddy, and he's kind of drunk, and this, guy, this guy's like, no, let's keep going out through the night. And he's like, I'm with you to the end of the road, pal. Let's do it. Mm, and he's like right. kind of chuckling at him like in the background like this idiot i'm not actually with him that was sarcastic <laughs> right i got you nick don't worry mm, we're there thanks Goo. why don't you give us your uh, your nominee on your left no questions asked that gets my vote 100 times out of 100 one of the most the, one of the most used quotes from the mcu period uh i agree I, i'm still going with the price of freedom is high and it's a price i'm willing to pay tattoo that on my back oh no way well, you let's just hate america then i guess that's put it on the dollar bill oh for that's sure. yeah that would actually be yeah that could that would work pretty well but you're so full of shit west there's no come on the, on I, your I, left. I picked the quote i wrote it down there of course i would vote for it. of course huh? i believe in it i'm not full of shit okay all right Anyways, uh, that is our rewatch review, which brings us to – we have no keeping up with the Kardashians this week, right, Wes? No, it's uh, it's off. Although, a little bit of news. Tristan Thompson coming to Boston. So. Oh, my yeah, I know. And Kim put in her Kim. story there. There she's right. coming to Boston. 
So maybe uh, season 20, when that comes around, we can get a, you know, maybe an, in, a live in-person interview with Courtney herself. So we'll that see. Would, that would be amazing. She did such a good job, but I have no desire to see the Kardashians at a Celtics game. I, I think it already happened, right? I mean, with yeah. Chris Humphreys? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, that lasted 55 days. There's a good chance that it didn't. Uh, were they still together during the Celtics yeah. part of it? I thought yeah. so. Uh, yeah. Oh, was for the Celtics part of it? Yes. Oh, I thought it was when he was on the Nets. I don't know. Chris Humphreys was so relevant. Other than that, it's legit. Legitimately- rebound. All right. Good looking guy. He's a bit big into crypto now, too. Oh. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that brings us to the quarantine corner. And uh, Goo, you are our guest. So why don't you lead us off? Okay. So they did the Fresh Prince of Bel Air uh, get together thing on HBO Max the other day. First off, the OG Aunt Viv was there, the new Aunt Viv was there. And um, I don't know. It was kind of shot. It wasn't shot weird, it was kind of constructed weird where they had the Fresh Prince, Will Smith, New Viv, um, Vanessa, Carlton, Ashley, and DJ Jazzy Jeff all talking, right? Mm-hmm. And then it would it would cut away to, like, clips from the show. And then out of nowhere, Will, like, he gets very serious. And he's like, hey, guys, you know how I got the first Aunt Viv fired? Well, I talked to her recently. And then it cut to them talking for, like, 10 minutes of them, like, like incoherently apologizing to each other, but also what's up at the red table or the red room. What, what, what is, uh, what's his wife's, uh, at a, just at a completely different thing. Like, but like it was them watching a video of will apologizing to the aunt and like both blaming each other for like getting the other, like it was, it was kind of weird, but whatever. Aunt Viv, she still looks great. By the way, the old one, the the first one, the Mm. new one wasn't really for me. And then out of nowhere, spoiler alert, five minutes left, fucking little Nikki shows up. <gasps> what? It stinks. Like, like it Adam stinks. Sandler? No, no, no. <laughs> little little Nikki has some Popeye chicken. Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. No, uh, <laughs> little Nikki was uh, Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv's kid who came in like season four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was not bring much to the table. Yeah, Nothing. no. But either way, from that, me and the wife, we just uh, – we. Started rewatching The Fresh Prince. I'm about uh, 15 episodes in right now. The eighth episode of the first season is a flashback episode to the first seven episodes. Is it really? <laughs> and it's a clip it? show? It's a clip show. I'm, I'm sorry. The eighth and the ninth episode, because it's a two-part episode. Right, it's, a two-part, it's a two-part Halloween episode. And it's all flashbacks and clips to the first seven episodes. And you would say, well, maybe these these clips are only like 30 seconds long. Maybe they're 45 seconds long. No, they're like five minutes from random episodes. Well, so much happened. Wow. Yeah. A lot happened. But like the, yeah. the introduction of the clips, too, is like, hey, remember when I said that? And then it got to this super fucking long clip. Jesus. Yeah. So it was a live action family guy. I kind of I like that actually. That's <laughs> kind of is. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh I had another generic suburban white guy weekend. Uh so it was very enjoyable. Uh, I played played a little bit of golf on Friday with this nice weather that we had. Uh then then I raked up some leaves on Sunday. How but, did you shoot? Uh so so not bad. Not not as good as I would have liked. I think I shot a 46. I just played 9 holes. Okay. How are the greens? Okay. Oh, they're always m- well maintained. They match, the, they match the drapes. Oh, wow! Look at that. See, Goo, when we for a while, Wes had his you know, weekly golf update, which he actually at one point called his annual golf update. <laughs> he was he was doing it weekly, and yeah, that's right. 
and you stopped you're continuing to golf but you just it's like the lock of the year of the decade <laughs> You're just burying the score, and I want to know how you're shooting. Well, you're... I, I want to keep. I want to just want to make sure that you're listening, that you're paying attention. I want to make sure you ask those questions. Oh, I thought it was your whole nonsense of speak softly and carry a big stick or whatever. You don't want to like brag or. Oh uh, no, no, on, on golf, I'm all about bragging. Um, back to the Fresh Prince thing, real quick, before I give my little bit. Goo, apparently, um, I, I heard this growing up. I don't know how true it was, but there were a few celebrities that were rumored to have summer homes or that like had moved to my town in Westport, Massachusetts, and Back. one one of them was Hillary from oh. Fresh Prince. I never saw her, but some people had told me they had seen her at the supermarket in town. Wes, I don't know if you're familiar with Lee's, but they said yeah. they had yeah, yeah they. Yeah. They said they had seen her there before. So it was like different people who, you know, different like uh, groups or whatever people. Tell so you what? not bad. Not, yeah, not bad at all. Not, not bad. bad at all. Um, vacations in Buzzers Bay. Really? Tell you what? Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Really? Cheeseburger in Paradise? Loosely based on the Cape. Uh, not bad. Not bad. No, that, that's, that's a complete lie. Uh, I just, I was just looking to one up you there. Okay. Uh, um, does have a vacation house in Onset, though. Does he really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now is that on the Cape or off the? No, Cape? that's Wareham. That's off Cape. I mean, oh. I'm from Watertown, the home of Eliza Dushku. That's true. <laughs> no, wait, Eliza Dushku married to Rick Fox. Wait, are you, are you serious? Yeah, she's married to Rick Fox. Yeah. I didn't know that. Is this not national news? I didn't know that. Are you shitting me? Elijah Dushku? Doesn't she hate you too? No, she doesn't hate me. Her family sent my family a cease and desist because my brother found either her science book or a social studies book with her name autographed or she signed it, you know, when you get a book in school. Yeah. 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 yeah and he tried to put it on eBay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's uh, that seems fair and square to me, though. Yeah, I know. I mean, Does she have any if, right to do that? If anything, I feel like the school should be upset that you're stealing a book from them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. That brings. So I have um a couple things. One, Mandalorian chapter twelve came out. Goo, are you watching that? I know Mac is, and he hates I am. Okay. Did you like the fourth episode? I liked it enough. I loved the third episode. Oh, so good. Um, but. It's obviously trending in a good direction where they're starting to give you action that'll lead to a bigger story, not just like a one-off mission. Yeah, and, and I, I like the one-offs, but we need to get it moving where we see... No, you can, but you can do one-offs if there's 15 episodes in a season or 20 episodes in a season. If you mm-hmm. have eight episodes, you got to tell the story. Right. Well, the, the the first one was fine. I have no issues with the first episode. The second episode, anybody who wanted to complain about that, I'm right there with you. I didn't think it was that great. And in general, we're, we're delaying the inevitable. We're delaying the process of you know, what we care about. But both, like I, my thing with this fourth episode, though, is, yeah, there was cool action and everything. And Cara Dune is fine. I know most people don't like her. I think she's fine. But... Don't waste your time on her anymore at Disney. Like Bo-Katan is the if you want to like get a chick to the forefront, Bo-Katan's the way to go. She's a freaking like badass. Hardboard dune, am I right? Yeah, uh, exactly. But Ooh, the real I, big because thing, her acting is stiff. Yes, she's 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 fine. I mean, I'm not I'm not uh, use that joke in a different way. Is that a repurposed joke from Twitter? I mean, I said it on Twitter, but yes. <laughs> that's what I mean. Are you like, was it the same joke or is it like yeah, kind of repurposed? It's my joke. Yeah, but the, yeah. Re- the key to comedy is repetition, isn't it? 
on a different audience. I just want to make sure that I understood it right. I wasn't someone sure. Else say, like a little someone else say Cara Dune again. Someone else say it again. Cara, Cara Dune. Dune. More like Cardboard Dune. <laughs> It's funnier a third time. Um, all right, but the real thing that I wanted to... I, I'm upset that I smiled. That, uh... <laughs> the real thing I want to tell you guys about in the Quarantine Corner this week is that Joe and I did another interview that we're going to be dropping on Wednesday. Now, I know I told you we're going to be doing our TLDR uh, live stream on Wednesday, but the audio episode will be out later in the week. We have another episode planned. Uh, this is a DC Comics writer who's writing a spinoff series as part of... Um, uh, well, yeah, Sharon's spinoff series is one of the company's most popular characters. I don't want to give too much away, Wes. Unless you think I should just say the name. What do you think? Just, just say it, man. I'm just out. All right, forget it. I'm not gonna, no, I'm not saying the name. Forget it. If you're going to be like that. Um, <laughs> Whatever. And, so, anyways, it's a uh, DC writer who's handling a very popular character uh, spinoff series. So, we'll be having that for you guys. Did you ask them the- who Sitwell was referencing about the character from Egypt? <laughs> Someone let us know about that. I want to get to the bottom of it. <sighs> it was not... I guarantee you it was not Moon Knight. I promise you. Cleopatra coming at you. It was not Moon Knight. Uh, This week in the DSG West, I know hashtag dork on Monday is doing streaming services. They're ranking them. Uh, I don't know what the hell PCP is doing. Do you? I think they're doing some sort of a Thanksgiving like food draft, actually. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) Maybe maybe featuring Shime. That's a good one. I'm not sure. No, I think it is something to do with that in in that realm, though. I think it's. Well, I mean, (laughs) more like Cuckadoon. Nailed it. (laughs) Smoked her. Um, Seriously, though, is that what they're doing, Wes? I I don't know. I thought it was something like similar to that. I will say this I will recommend this to them. Make sure that the foods are actual Thanksgiving foods. (laughs) Fucking meatballs. Jesus Christ. What are we doing? Like, I understand people... just having a lasagna at, at, at every dinner now. I mean, like I, I eat lasagna and meatballs on Thanksgiving, but those are not Thanksgiving foods. <laughs> so uh, that that was Mac, right? That took, and then wait, Mac. Took... Wait, so this seems like a like a kind of it's, it's like Die Hard a Christmas movie type of thing. If you eat a food on Thanksgiving continually every Thanksgiving, isn't it a Thanksgiving food? Well. Huh? You said you have lasagna and meatballs every Thanksgiving, but that's not a Thanksgiving food. No, because but if you have it every Thanksgiving, then for the average family, though, Wes, would you say meatballs are a Thanksgiving food? Did, did other people in the group have uh, lasagna and and meatballs at every Thanksgiving? I mean, I don't think Shine did. Or did he? <laughs> I don't. I haven't listened to the episode. Shine has four. Neither uh... have I. <laughs> Shyam has like four Thanksgiving, so I think he already had his first one. So maybe he has. Who knows? Um, but anyways, that's actually what Mac and Goo talked was the Thanksgiving draft. So I don't know what PCP is doing. I never know what they're doing. Um, TLDR what will thousand plastic meatballs. <laughs> there you go. Uh, TLDR five minutes to find that audio, but I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> oh God. TLDR stinking nothing. <laughs> Stand up, brand for doors. Um. Anyways, buy them in bulk or no fucking deal. God, that is that. What was the quality on my plastic meatballs? Quality on my end. What was what I was thinking of the other day? Oh, the bones are their money. I forget why, but Lucy and I like the the oh Billy me or Billy him. I love that one's probably my favorite. It's Billy too. That's why I'm so fucking confused. I'm so fucking confused. Anyways, um, TLDR later on this week. Furloughed friends actually going to be Monday and Friday this week. 
So make sure you guys are looking for all of that stuff. And our streamers, of course, Dr. Joe, Shime Time, and Davey, I think is twitching again. I don't hey, know. How about, how about your co-host getting a uh, getting a new show, getting a spinoff? I've heard it both ways. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm very happy for Joe. I think it's – I uh, I need them to put it in audio form, though, because I'm working at that time, so I can't watch them, and I'd rather go back and listen. So, yeah, Billy – I think we have to uh, knock Doc down a few pegs. You know, he's, he's getting a little too big for his britches now. He's starting off in a podcast. Now he's got another podcast. He's calling himself the president of the Dorkshire Gooniverse or hey. something like that. You know, people are starting to send him Nick photoshops. Call the uh, Nick Fury of the... Yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I don't understand why you're throwing the shade at Doc I, like that. I, I'm just saying, you know, he's uh, he's getting a little little big for his britches there. I think Doc's just a really nice guy, and he is very excited more than anything. So I don't I don't appreciate. Don't the insult hate. him like that. Okay, that seemed very <laughs> condescending. It did. I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Very excited. <laughs> I don't think that was condescending at all. Fuck what, you. Was he both. a child? No, Doc gets excited. He's into all this shit, just like me. You, no, you know what? No, Doc and I are gonna have our fun with our TLDR and talk comics, and he's gonna go do something. Now this bullshit. is what I'm talking about. This bullshit. This is unbelievable. Wes, have we decided? I, I feel like there's been a lot of fighting in an episode, which is normally supposed to be calm for us. This is like our like detox or whatever from uh, our debate episodes. But have we decided what we're doing next week yet? It would be a relapse. Uh, not a detox. It was Whatever. supposed to be Stop. a detox and then it turned into a relapse. No, okay. we don't, uh, but we will be back. Same bad time, same bad place. Thank you, Goo, for joining us. What a pleasure. Yeah.